It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Revealed, Part 24. Oh, Part 24. Yes. <laughs> Let's get started. September 22nd, 2063. San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 8.30 p.m. Local time. Ella ran her hands up and down Louise's back, marveling at how the oil made Louise's brown skin glow in the evening light. The sunlight was orange and golden, and it fell onto Louise's curves, making her body look like a beautiful landscape. As Elle spread out the oil more, stroking Louise's sides and ribs, she felt a fire starting to build deep inside. She licked her lips and moved her hands to Louise's shoulders, using the newfound energy to knead her muscles there. Your shoulders feel stiff, don't they? She commented. Louise made a noise of agreement. Mm. Try to let go a bit, Elle said, leaning in so that she could massage Louise's shoulders better. Oh, everything feels so tight, Louise sighed. I know, Elle answered and zeroed in on Louise's right shoulder. She swept some of Louise's dark, oil-slicked hair to the side, feeling a twinge of guilt about how much oil she had used. Now the sheets would have to be washed for sure. I really like the smell of this stuff, she said as she prodded at one of Louise's knots. Oh, yeah. Right there feels so good. Louise purred, her body moving in a way that made Elle catch her breath. She tried to focus on Louise instead of getting distracted by her own desire. Do you want a full body massage? Elle asked, her voice breathless from the intensity of her massage. Or just your back? Louise groaned, presumably to indicate that she was thinking. Elle waited, continuing to work on Louise's shoulder. The muscles beneath her fingers were gradually relaxing and releasing the tension. Oh, I think just my back, Louise said with a deep sigh. All right, Elle nodded and smiled. Silence fell, with the exception of the occasional moan from Louise as Elle worked on a painful spot. 
Elle loved how she could feel Louise's body slowly relax under her. She loved that she could do this for her lover. The unexpected knock at the door felt more like an intrusion than a disturbance. Both Elle and Louise were startled by the sound. Elle looked towards the door, intensely irritated. I'll ignore it, she said as much to herself as to Louise. She resumed kneading the muscles just under Louise's ribs. Louise let out a long sigh and complied, stretching her arms above her head. Elle bent over and pushed the pillows aside so Louise would have more room. But then came a second knock, even louder than before. For fuck's sake, Elle cursed, anger and annoyance rising within her. Just go find out what they want, Louise sighed, sounding less upset than Elle felt. No, I'm busy, Elle said angrily. Louise chuckled. <laughs> Baby, they won't go away if you don't open the door. Elle shut her eyes her hands still resting on Louise's lower back. The skin there felt hot from the friction between Elle's fingertips and Louise's resistant muscles. Okay, Elle finally sighed, leaning back. Just get back here fast, Louise said, her tone light. Elle knew it was no joke, though. Elle stood up cautiously, careful not to disturb Louise in any way. She padded quietly on bare feet towards the door pausing momentarily to adjust her shirt and shorts. She longed to run a hand through her hair, but remembered the oil on her fingers just in time. What's going on? She asked as she pulled open the door. The sight of Carmen standing there surprised her, and she instantly regretted her impatient tone. She still had plenty to make up for with the head of her security detail. There's been a development, Carmen whispered urgently, gesturing for Elle to step into the hallway. Elle complied reluctantly and shut the door behind her. By the time she stepped back inside the room to continue with Louise's massage, she had already issued several orders that she knew she might regret later. But for now, all that mattered was being as close to Louise as possible. September 22nd, 2063. Safe House. Forest, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 8.55 p.m. Local Time. How long do you think it will take her to get here? Jade asked in a whisper. Their voices kept low so as not to be overheard. Michelle lifted her shoulders. I don't know, she said in a low tone. I don't know if they can communicate long distance or if they had to send someone to the city to tell her. Jade ran her hands through her hair, blowing out a breath. I hope this will work. Michelle glanced at Jade's worried light brown eyes and replied, I'm sure it will, even though she was far from sure. In fact, she had never felt so unsure about a plan in her life. It had more holes in it than Swiss cheese. Yet somehow Jade had convinced her, and things were set in motion now. Remember, I'll do all of the talking, Jade whispered. Michelle gave her an impatient glance. I know. Eleanor Lucas won't believe a thing I say anyway. Exactly, Jade nodded. 
but she might listen to me. Michelle tensed, rubbing the spot between her eyes. Just know when to stop talking. Yes, I'll try to stay vague for as long as I can, Jade said quietly, as if memorizing each step of their plan. I'll tell her I've discovered something about their power supply, that they're in trouble. Michelle flexed her fingers. Don't forget you need to show weakness. She'll never believe you unless she thinks you need her help. Right, Jade nodded. I'll reluctantly share that our power supply has the same issue. This is how I discovered it and how the government wants to silence me before it undermines their authority. I need Lucas's help to better understand what's going on. Yes, stay as close to the truth as possible, Michelle said. Just make sure you don't give away anything useful. She wasn't convinced that Jade would be able to pull this off. She didn't seem like a good liar, and Eleanor Lucas was far from gullible. Plus, Lucas must have access to resources to verify any information Jade shared. Michelle knew Jade's story had to be very credible and hard to verify. That meant there had to be facts that could easily be checked. Enriched with some personal weaknesses and human irrationality, both of which were unverifiable. She wondered why she had agreed to this plan again. Yes, Michelle would take any opportunity to harm Eleanor Lucas and the rebels. Except, it suddenly felt more like something she told herself than something she actually believed. How long are we together? Jade asked, wiping her damp cheek. Michelle sighed in frustration. Oh, come on, Jade. This won't work if you can't remember important details. Lucas will ask you all of this. I'm sorry, Jade said, getting up and walking around the cabin. Ten months. Long enough to be serious. Short enough to be still in love and completely irrational. Yes, Michelle nodded. Exactly. You convinced me to come out into the desert with you without anyone knowing. I foolishly let you bring me here. This was the part of the plan that Michelle felt least confident about. The rebels would never believe Jade was a rogue scientist if she had an official of the global army with her, which she did. So Jade and Michelle had to come up with a way to explain why Michelle was there. Lucas would never believe Michelle would want to help Jade in any way, unless she might believe that Michelle had finally fallen in love. This is never going to work, Jade said, voicing Michelle's own thoughts. She'll never believe we're a couple. She'll see right through it all. Michelle pushed herself up from the sofa with a soft groan and walked over to Jade. She grabbed Jade's shoulders, locked eyes with her, and said, Things can't get worse, can they? If Lucas doesn't believe us, she'll just take us back to her pod and that will be it. Jade's eyes widened. But I won't be able to study the data. And that is exactly where you are now, Michelle said, squeezing the scientist's shoulders. If the plan works, you win some time here. If it doesn't, you'll be back to what you have right now, and we'll go to plan B. Right, Jade said, visibly calming down. You're right. Michelle smiled, holding on to Jade's gaze. She was now so familiar with the scientist's big Bambi eyes, and still she could lose herself in them, in awe of how rich and beautiful the brown of Jade's irises were. 
Lucas might actually feel more sorry for you being my girlfriend than for being hunted by the government. Michelle grinned. Jade grinned back and something stirred in the pit of Michelle's stomach. You're not as bad as you think you are, Jade said huskily. A firm knock on the door startled them both. Louise groaned an appreciative, mm, Thank you. You're very welcome, Elle whispered into her ear. Her breath tickled Louise's skin, making her heart rate pick up. Elle lowered herself onto Louise, who was still flat on her belly. Louise closed her eyes again and smiled as she felt Elle's weight settle on top of her. She still couldn't believe how good Elle felt. Your shirt is going to be ruined, Louise chuckled as she entwined her fingers with Elle's above her head. I don't care about my shirt, Elle said, her voice low and husky. Louise grinned and pushed herself into Elle a little, eliciting a soft moan from her lover. The desire for Elle had been building inside her ever since Elle had sent Carmen away. Now that the massage was over, Louise wanted Elle to touch her in a different way. Louise brought Elle's fingers to her lips and playfully flicked her tongue over them. Elle kissed Louise's shoulder, her breathing already heavy. She rolled her hips, pushing herself more into Louise. Mm, I need you so much, Elle moaned. Louise's fingers raked through Elle's hair, pulling her head closer to her own. She gasped as she felt Elle's hand slip between her legs. This is it, Jade whispered urgently, instinctively touching the spot on her shoulder where Michelle's hand had just been, before walking towards the door. Wait, Michelle whispered back. That could be Lucas. Maybe we should pretend to be asleep on the sofa together? Make it seem like she caught us? No, it can't be, Jade said. Unless she was already on her way over here, of course. Michelle hurried to the sofa. Just as she was lying down and settling on her side with her face hidden from view, there was another knock on the door. Come on, she whispered urgently. Spoon me or something. Jade's heart was thumping in her chest as she took a step towards the sofa. But before she could lie down and hold Michelle, the door swung open and a man stepped in whom Jade hadn't seen before. His jaw was set square and his blue eyes intense. Are you the scientist? He asked. Yes, Jade replied. Is Lucas here? We need to talk to her. You must come with us, the guard said, glancing at Michelle on the couch. Jade followed his gaze. She's asleep. Let me... Only you, the man interjected. Let's go. Wait, what? Jade stammered, fear welling up inside her. Please come with us now, he urged. The president has granted your request and will meet with you. But you must go to her. She's not coming here. Michelle suddenly sat up, no longer pretending to be asleep. Her blonde hair was disheveled. What is going on? I, I don't know, Jade uttered, sitting down next to her as if Michelle could protect her from the stranger. Ma'am, please come with us now, he repeated. More footsteps sounded on the wooden stairs outside. Michelle got up, stepping in between Jade and the guard. 
Jade was glad for it and grabbed Michelle's hand. Calm down, Michelle said to the guard, just as another man stepped inside. We'll come with you. No, the second man said and pointed at Jade. Just her. That's ridiculous, Michelle responded firmly. I'm not letting you take her. We're both going. You're not, the first guard replied. Just take us both, Michelle insisted. We both have valuable information to share with Lucas. The guards looked at each other. After a second, the second man said, We'll tell the president she changed her mind. No, Jade said quickly, standing up. I'll come with you. Michelle's head snapped around to face her, eyes wide. Jade squeezed her hand. We can't miss this opportunity, she whispered. I need to talk to Lucas so we can stay here. I can do it. Michelle's eyes searched Jade's. This is not the plan, she whispered back. We don't know where they're taking you. I can't let them take you. Trust me, okay? I know what to do, Jade replied, even though all her limbs were shaking now. No, Michelle repeated, shaking her head vehemently. It'll be okay, Jade said, cupping Michelle's cheeks. Michelle's eyes widened. Jade stopped shaking as she kissed Michelle goodbye. This was part 24 of Connection Revealed. Okay, remember I announced I was going to take a break for, to celebrate my birthday? Well, that time is now. I am soon taking two weeks off to enjoy my birthday and this huge surprise um, trip that my girlfriend organized. I'm really looking forward to that. And that means there won't be a new episode for a couple of weeks. I will be back with a new episode on September 5th on the public feed. So if you listen on the public feed, that's when you can expect the next part of this story. But I am not going to celebrate my birthday without my patrons. Come on, I wouldn't. You people are the reason I can do this. I can keep creating these stories. So I'm gonna skip that break for you. I worked really hard these last couple of weeks so that the new episode, part 25, is available in two weeks for you. It's ready. It's ready to go. Hmm. It is ready, I guess technically. Theoretically, I could release it right now so that you don't have to wait at all, not even two weeks. Do you think I should do that? I think I should. Scroll down the page of 24. Go to the website, back to the website where you started listening to this episode and scroll all the way down that long page. And that's where you'll find part 25 right now. So that means you now have the episode I should release in two weeks. So that means you also have to wait a month, dear patrons. I'll be back for you on September 2nd. But this is going to be a thing from now on. Um, patrons are always going to be one episode ahead. So uh, patrons get part 26 on September 2nd. And on a public feed, part 25 will be released September 5th. So yeah, if you too want to listen to part 25 right now, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash lesbianromantic. Or you can go to lesbianromantic.com support if that's easier 
and see all the details there. Thank you so much, my dear, dear patrons, my fellow romantics. And I will be back soon when I have turned, can I say it out loud? Am I ready for this? When I've turned the big 40. <laughs> oh my God, I don't feel 40 at all. So I don't think I mind, although I am a little bit worried how other people will see me. I guess that's a midlife thing. It's like kind of like, yeah, I'm not part of the young people anymore. Mm, oh well, you get a lot, a lot in return. <laughs> all right, that is it for this episode, my dear fellow romantics. I will see you very soon if you listen to part 25 now. And otherwise, I will see you after my break. Bye.